Are you listening? Welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue, regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am Old Testament Petty, OTP. I am the Lance 2.0, bitch. Uh, wow. Well, damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Medulla, coming at ya. It's Medulla, coming at ya. <laughs> you, and, you and this Cleopatra. <laughs> Hola, senoritas and senors. It is your girl, Charmin. Oh, you buy this week. Mm. (laughs) In my spare time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome, 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 everyone's, everyone's. How was everyone's week? Mine was wonderful. I believe I grow six toes. I'm sorry, did you say growed or grew? I'm sorry. I grew a six toe. <laughs> oh my. Y'all I don't see consider it? that. Y'all want to see it? I've no. seen it before and I don't want to see it again. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. There are people out there with six toes, yeah. And again, that's gross. <laughs> I said what I said. They can't help it. It's a birth defect. <laughs> they can't, can't help it. it. You can get it removed. There's surgery. There's they've procedures. Grown to, they've grown to love their six toe. Their little extra. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Somebody's sucking that six baby toe. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That is nasty. And they that strong is. with the power of their might. Might have, that might been, I don't know. Yeah, might have been you. I, 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 I just can't. I just can't. Charmin, how was your week? How was your weekend? My weekend was. If you say uneventful, I'm a hang. I'm a hang up on you. <laughs> but no, no, no. But listen to this. I met my sister. I have a 40 year old sister that I never knew I had. And she came up from Melbourne this weekend to see my dad. And so I spent time with them on Sunday. And that was so cool because, like, we have so much in common. And oh we favor. God. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, That's my dad amazing. got 11 churns. One 11 women. Oh, Gosh, you got other siblings you got to meet, too. Did y'all Only sing the one. song? Did y'all sing the song? We got something in common. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, but she's like so dope. She grew up as an only child, just like me. She had three daughters. I was like, she's a Sagittarius. I was like, oh, girl. Wow. Right. See her something. Aren't you just sister, sister? No, um, I'm 42. She's 40. My mom and my dad got divorced when um when I was two. Is but I have a 40. Listen, I have a 42-year-old brother who was born in January. I was born in December of the previous year. Maybe it's a whole bunch. My dad got lots of trunks. I want you to go around and put it sound like. Papa was around. I was like, baby, they, listen, that dick must be gold. Because why y'all keep doing this? Why y'all keep letting this man pregnant, true. y'all? That's not true. That's not true. We know a lot. We I know don't people. know a lot of men 
the men who have the most kids usually they have the best dick. I can't even the best sex. Because ain't nobody finna. They got some strong. Hmm? They got some strong swimmers. And some good dick. Because anybody's going to keep fucking you and having babies by you if your dick is trash. But that's not true. Because all you have to do is speak to somebody one time to get a baby. So that means right. y'all was kids that one time. That one Word time. gets around. We talk. <laughs> Women talk. Mm. I, so y'all talk. Anyway. Y'all talk about y'all want a good man, but y'all just want a good dick. And back, about it. Like back then, we talked about it. That was back in, the, that was back in what, the 70s, 80s time frame? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. back then you did have men with kids all around town. All around the city, the city, the state, the state, apparently. My granddad, but it was pretty yeah, dope. And my granddad had eight children in Jacksonville and then eight children in Georgia. He had two separate families. Oh, wow. He had a whole separate life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm so glad I- your weekend was not uneventful like you always say it is, but it'd be full of fucking events. <laughs> always. Always. Uh, Medulla, how was your weekend? It was very good. Not a whole lot of events. I won't say un, uh, uneventful, but um, I had some things going on and you know, it, it was cool, but it was kind of like a, it was a chill weekend for me. I did a little bit of work and I just kind of chilled. I didn't really do a lot. I, I really like laid down and went to sleep, <laughs> like literally, like really early. <laughs> no cleaning up, no doing extra stuff around the house, no going to sleep. No, I didn't do none of that. I just basically stay home. Which is how do I ever do that? I was out some going somewhere. Mm. Just true. Yeah. So, Patty, how was your weekend? Mine was pretty good. So it was. So my cousin is in town from Dallas. So she's in town for the whole month because the wedding is next weekend. So we're trying to get prepared for that. Um, So we had um, cousin Sunday fun day. So our monthly little get together we decided to do asian cuisine which was very interesting and highly expensive uh but it was really really good the food was amazing um you know just a good time you know just a good time to relax partying bullshit cut the food and get ready for the work week so that was it lance Oh, my weekend was great. I actually um, celebrated my boo thing's birthday this weekend. Oh, Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, so I did that. Uh, My mom and sister were in town. Um, Yeah, we had a really good time this weekend, just partying. I hosted something at my house, him a gathering at my house on Friday. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, Saturday we went to this trout wine festival. And um, yesterday we had a dinner for him. So, yeah, so it was all good. Well, nobody called. Nobody called me and invited me. Me neither. Oh, me neither. Well, sweetie, it was his birthday. He invited. I didn't invite anybody. Oh, got me together. <laughs> but you were in the number. You was and in us. The and we could have been in the number as a plus two. <laughs> That's right. Plus three. Hello. Because it was all an accident that my mom and sister them came. My mom got my sister here under false pretenses because my sister knew nothing about it. She was coming to relax. And my mom was like, oh, you know, he's having a party on Friday. She was like, I can't believe you did. <laughs> so we know she went out and found something well. So, yeah. Real quick. Real, she, real already quick. Had, she already bought outfits just in case. She was already prepared. 
Right, so she wasn't she wasn't coming just to chill. She was prepared. No, she came to chill because when she got high, she went right in the bedroom and left it. <laughs> right, okay. no, that's right. <laughs> I'm done. She said, "I'm done." But <laughs> so, Lance is on you, so it's time for a little bit of foreplay for us to get the mind grease, get a little wet, so we can get this brain rolling. Hey, yo. So um, today's for oh, wait, 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 no, 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 Words no, of no. wisdom, words of wisdom. It is word of wisdom. Lance, what's your word of wisdom? We gonna start with you. I just had it. Hold on, I just had my damn words of wisdom. Oh, <laughs> um, apology without change behavior is just manipulation. I said that. I said that. <laughs> it still holds true. I said that. It is. That is like I learned. I think I've learned that this year. <laughs> it's so funny because I told this white guy that yesterday in the store because he said his wife got him to come into the store. I was like, "Oh, she just manipulation. It's just manipulation." But yeah, like a lot of people apologize just to basically get what they want. <laughs> out of the situation is not really because they're sorry they're apologizing because they just want to get in your good graces usually like you said it's manipulation it's a form of okay i'm sorry you know you think about domestic abuse you know they're not going to change but they don't want you to leave them either so it's manipulation to think you make you think that i actually am sorry Without changes in your actions, right? Right. No change in your actions at all. <sighs> That's good. Well, I'm up. <laughs> Stop rushing into wanting to be in a relationship and putting a title on things so quickly. That's how things don't last. Move at your own pace. You can easily love, but it takes time to get to know somebody. Mm. I love that. That is true. I wish people would just really understand that, that, you know, it it takes time to really get to know somebody and really understand that, you know, hey, if I want to make this last, I have to get to know you. I have to really, you know, it may take some time. Right. It doesn't mean that I'm not into you. It doesn't mean that you're not what I want, but I still have to get to know you because even after dating someone or being in a relationship with someone for you know, three months, six months, eight months, nine months, there's still certain things about them you're still going to get to know. Like if you've been together for X amount of time and you haven't seen them when they're upset or mad or angry, that it's going to take for that to happen for you to get to see that side of them. Like there's nothing they can do to tell you how to prepare for that. You know, uh, even when it comes to, you know, somebody and as long as they're in a good mood, it's good. But the moment they get stressed out, they shut down. Mm-hmm. That's something you have to get to know about a person. Yeah. You know, that's not something that they just advertise when you're dating or when you commit to being in a relationship that, hey, when I get stressed out, I shut down or I withdraw or, you know, I kind of just, you know, stay to myself or whatever. It's nothing that you did. But, you know, that's a part of getting to know somebody and their quirks and how they work. So. Don't be so quick to rush into things and put a title on something. Just take the time to get to know somebody and you can fall in love. It's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. But just know that you're not going to know them in whatever your imaginary timeline is. That's right. That's right. Don't create those imaginary timelines, definitely. Right. Because we're going to talk about imagination later. (laughs) (laughs) 
Charmy, what's your word of wisdom? A random act of kindness, no matter how small, can make a tremendous impact on someone else's life. I think we need to do more kind things for each other. It could be something as simple as bringing someone at work a cup of coffee. Because I just feel like people are, have gotten so, I want to say selfish, but it's just certain things where it's like, we don't have to be, we shouldn't have to see people struggle or see people unhappy when you have the ability to change it. You don't have to do something that's going to be costing, you know, a million dollars. You could do something simple. Hey, I'm going to go grab me some chips out of the break room. Would you like me to grab you some? And then it's just, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Just something small. I think this, I think this, I think this, this new society has become a lot more selfish, um, new generation of people. Um, I think just because so much has changed now, more people do figure they have to look out for themselves and it's kind of taken away from the ideal of, you know, helping your fellow man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just, you know, a, a small act of kindness, you never know what somebody else is going through and that that little gesture could change mm-hmm. their day or make right. or, or you know, change their mood or show them that, you know, everybody so is thinking about them. Right. Somebody is actually thinking about you in a positive way. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take us on that. What's your word of wisdom? <laughs> um, I, I believe that we've all kind of heard this before, but uh, it just was laid on my heart today. Um, learn how to listen to hear people or hear a person as opposed to listening to respond. Um, mm. Of course, we, 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 I think a lot of times we are always programmed to respond um, to a certain degree because, you know, if somebody, we're, a lot of times we're on guard. I can honestly say a lot of times I've been on guard. Um, you know, we quick to think that somebody possibly may be coming for us or maybe trying to be funny, but it's not really that. A lot of times they're saying something totally different, but we're just listening in the response mode so that we can have a comeback as opposed to really listening to hear exactly what they're saying. They possibly could really be giving you a compliment or they could be giving you some type of wisdom or even um, just, just some real sound, sound advice. And you may just be missing it because you're so quick to want to respond as opposed to really opening your ears and your heart to hear what they have to say. So just be quick to listen to hear a person as opposed to be on guard and be responsive. Yeah. And it's so funny to say that because people always say like it's a difference between hearing and listening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, you hear me, but are you listening to me? Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, Correct. the majority of the time, the, the listening aspect is, is it goes to the heart. The hearing aspect, it just kind of go kind of over your head, <laughs> you know, in, in one ear and out the other. You know, we've heard that before. Um, So I, the, the listening part, and I'm working on that, too, just to really listen um, to certain things. You know, the words that people are saying, even if her, people are limited on words, you know, because a lot of people are very limited on words. But just really listen to what uh, what they actually are saying as opposed to just tell, tell I hear you, you know, whatever. Right. So. I know that. Yes. So now we're going to get into foreplay. And this is where we get it wet a little bit, but we ain't going to get it wet today. Today's foreplay is just, <laughs> I'm asking everybody this question. What was the worst whooping you got as a child and what was it for? 
My God from Zion. <laughs> Come on, Charmy. Come on. We're whooping you guys. Oh, wait a minute. You know wait, a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Let's make sure people understand when we say whooping, what mm-hmm. does that mean? What is the definition of a whooping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lance. What's the definition of a whooping? Because everybody got any. He ain't never getting Oh, I got you know. So we need to make sure that the audience understands what a whooping is. I was gonna say be, I was gonna say beating, but you know I want us to um, you know I want the um new generation to say that we just bad people. Our parents were just horrible. But <laughs> well, well, um, <laughs> but I think the definition of a whooping is I think anytime your mama had to your mama or dad or grandparent or uncle auntie all they had to use a belt. They might have slapped you. I don't know. Because that could have been a whoop. That, that was a whoop. Why you got, because when you know when you get to like 14, 14 to 18, you know, they don't whoop no more. They start, you know, slapping. They fight, <laughs> fight. Fighting. Fighting. They start fighting. At fight. Yeah. <laughs> my dad used to always tell me one because I used to I, I had this issue where I would always roll my eyes and my dad would say, when I got to a teenager, he was just like, I will knock you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are just such loving words coming from a parent to a child. <laughs> but yeah, so show me. Based on that definition, please um, answer. I can't wait to so hear. Here's the, the thing, though. Extension cord switch. But listen, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all don't understand. Like, I don't even consider whoopings or beatings. I used to get killings. Like, I knew for sure I was going to die. When I tell you, I, like, I could think of, like, each middle school, high school, elementary school, like, I mean, and I do mean high school. I'm like, where do we begin? I'm, okay, elementary school. My elementary school age ass signed a scholarship warning. I forged my mother's signature. And she put a pillow over my head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, girl. Okay, that's... I can't breathe. I can't okay. breathe. I can't breathe. You understand? I'm just okay. like... I, I don't think we I should broke... talk about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and look, she no. said you die. You Suffocate. die, I kill you. Suffocating. You see what I'm saying? I, when I, tell, I told you, I used to get killings. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, like, well, was I really that bad? Why... Ladies and gentlemen, this is why Charmy is the way she is today. <laughs> wow yeah i remember oh, that me... was one of them oh. so many continue we'll, all we'll right <laughs> just stop there stop there stop there right yeah, let's stop while we're there. here we do not want to incriminate her we're gonna sing on the way who's next I, love her. <laughs> I think mine was you know the mumbling under your breath and I know it's like I don't know but I felt like my mom should have really been in the Olympics because she <laughs> would throw something and bend the corner as you turn the corner to Woo. it just bends the corner to and when I turned around because she said what you said and as soon as I turned around what she threw bent the corner to hit me and she was right behind it so yeah, it's all that, you know, mumbling under your breath, you know, mama don't bust many a lips, you know, they just backhanging mm-hmm. without even flinching and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I 
I think each and every last one of us probably got in trouble for our mouth. Probably. Believe it or not, I didn't get in trouble for my mouth. My, I just, yeah, my mom just didn't play. Just, you know. <laughs> but I think, you know, it helped me. It, it, it helped me later in life. Now I can see that, you know, because she ruled with fear and an iron mm-hmm. fist. You know, I knew to stay on the straight and narrow and, you know, I am Right, right. Uh, uh, Medulla, please tell us. Oh, wow. I'm triggered. <laughs> no, but... Um, <laughs> same, friend, same. I, yes. Okay, so I, um, I took something out of Walmart and it mm-hmm. was, it wasn't intentional, but it wasn't like, I tried to put it back after I noticed or whatever. And yeah, my mom just really beat the hell out of me for that. <laughs> um, and, and to this very day, I've never thought about taking out a Walmart. Now I take out other places. <laughs> but, but Walmart, listen, I, I mean, um, I think, I don't think it was an extension cord. It wasn't an extension cord. No, it wasn't an extension cord, but it was a really, really loose belt and it had weight on it. So it felt like an extension cord. Mm. Yeah, it's the and she was for me. And, and she was slapping me too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> look, yeah. it's the sting for me. I remember that it's sting. Just, that sting was just like the yeah. yeah. But I but the thing about it is, we became better people because we got our ass beat. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like I, a lot of people say, well, you know, no kids are traumatized. No, I wasn't traumatized, Mama. I still love my mama <laughs> yeah. to this very day. But I knew not to try her. Uh-huh. Yeah, I knew not to try. Exactly. Her. And guess what? When I when I got out in the world, I knew not to try nobody else, mama. And I had respect for adults. Mm-hmm. And that's what got me the opportunities and stuff that I had. You know I what I'm saying? For me, it made me more rebellious. Mm. Really? Yeah, it made me better that's just, at not made, getting in be, trouble. Beatings made me hate authority. It made me hate authority figures. It hate it made hmm. me hate being told what to do. And I'm telling you my worst beating because it was my mouth charming and I did the, I said the worst thing I think, you know, any child could say. I was playing video games and my cousins and everybody's over at my mom, they wanted to watch TV. My mom all wanted to watch TV and she made me cut off my video game so they could play, they could watch TV. And I said, I hope all of y'all die. Ran into my room. <laughs> Ran into my room, close, slammed the door. Next thing I know, my mom bust in that room door. I was on my bunk bed. She jumped across my brother's bunk bed. Me and my brother had bunk beds. And she jumped across his and just had me in the corner, just tanned my ass up. <laughs> just in <Wow>. my ass. <laughs> so you do know that that was warranted, right? That was warranted. Mm-hmm. Cause and, it, I re- and I really think I really think like discipline of that magnitude <laughs> is tradition. It's, it's tradition, right? Yes. Like if I had kids, you gonna get your ass beat because I got my ass beat, and mm-hmm. look what it did. So I, you know, because you know, I know Medulla's gonna take us to church because you know, spare the rod, spare the child. child. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so. I think that's what's wrong with a lot of kids today. You know, people just sparing the rod like. Tommy, Timmy, go in timeout. Timeout. Fucking Time out. Time out. <laughs> out was waking up. 
after the nap, we took after getting our ass beat. <laughs> but you know, there was I actually Still sniffling. There was a, a a video of this this black. <laughs> it was a young black girl, and she had like her son is like I think three. And he has like tantrums sometimes. Like when he's upset and he can't get his way. Yeah, what's a tantrum? Um, you know, but you know, the new generation, you know, they don't believe in like a lot of the new generation don't believe in whoopings and stuff. That's one of their things. But one of the things I thought that she did that was so excellent. She said that I don't whoop my son. She said when he gets like that to where he starts crying and hollering, I pull him and then I blow in his face and I tell him what's I ask him what's wrong. Calm down. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And you know, he calms down and he starts listening to her and she talks to him. And that tells him why he did what was why, why he what he's doing is what was wrong. So I thought I'm glad parents, she's doing that at three. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was glad yeah, she Yeah, I was. mean, a, a lot of them they feel like they want their child to be expressive. They want them to be able to speak with them and use their words and stuff like that. But the thing about it, that's all well and good, but you have to think about the mouth that you have and the mouth that his mm-hmm. father has as well. No, because that baby is going to be a split in the image of both of y'all. If you already have issues with your mouth and, you know, you have to really, really be on top of, you know, making sure that that child doesn't use the wrong words and taking the time out to actually really discipline that child in a certain way. And I think that's what it is. A lot of them, they think it's so cute. And then they're not really spending the time with the kids to actually work certain things out so that they can be expressive. And now you got the kids cussing everybody out. Well, mom, I want to do this. My mom is up there. And then when they go to somebody else, then somebody else trying to kill them. Because you haven't really taken the time out for them to be able to express themselves in a certain right. manner. It's all well and good, mm-hmm. but you have to take the time out. You can't be living your best life. Right. You have to like, yeah, like, you know, yeah. you can't live your best life and be like, oh, well, now my baby, he's gonna be all right. No. I get the intention, and the intention is wonderful. But we, but I live in reality. And reality is when I tell a child to do something, it's not a conversation. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not a conversation. Now, granted, I understand that we create safe spaces for kids to be able to express themselves and for us to talk about something. But if I give you a directive, that's what it is. It is not a conversation. If I say, go get ready because we're getting ready to go somewhere, all that, I don't want to go. Why I got to go? That No, that, we're not having a conversation about this. Get your shit. Let's go. And I, and I can see that. I can see I do, I, and I, I kind of disagree with that because I, I like you said, Sharm, you said we all turned out fine. But what I think me and my friends were talking about last night at dinner is that a lot of adults need therapy for the shit that their parents took them through. A lot of adults exactly. are not fine. A lot of them are not fine. And that's what I Ooh. realized from therapy. What I realized from therapy, I was not fine from the whooping y'all gave me. I'm still traumatized from that shit, and I'm dealing with it now. And I told my mom and dad that. I'm dealing with but you also told people that they should die because they told you to turn off your video. No, that was that, that was warranted. I would give them that. That was warranted. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually warranted. Wait a minute. <laughs> that like, was warranted. What you got your ass whipped for? That that was that was warranted. Um, so I, I do I do think with that, but like I also think that maybe I also think that I was also the kind of child to where my mom could have sat me to the side and talked to me and said, This is why we want you to turn this off. But she but they can't do what they didn't know. Right. They, they didn't do that. And that's what I told her. I said, I and you know, that's what I told her. I said, I don't blame you guys. I mean, because you guys didn't know y'all were young parents. You just didn't. There was a lot of stuff you didn't know. So you did what you saw, you know? And I think like even with my brother, he's become so traumatized. That's why my brother is not really a disciplinary with his children because he is so traumatized from the way my mom and dad disciplined him. Well, look who he married. Mm-mm. With that. 
You marry people that's like <laughs> your spouse, like your like your parents, though, from what I understand. Correct, 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 correct. That's what scares uh, me. We're gonna, we, we, we gonna get off that because that's gonna be all <laughs> that could be a whole because yeah, I got I got a whole lot inside of me with that because I know work, I know working with kids, baby. Uh uh-uh, no yeah, uh-uh. set that yeah. ass up. You gotta beat these kids, you gotta beat them. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Medulla the same person that said you got to beat the old, the elderly. <laughs> you got to beat the adults too. Remember he said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Oh Lord, you going to hell? <laughs> oh my gosh, Lance, where we going now? Where we going now? Uh, so I said I'm trying to figure a name for this segment. I was. This is our. Uh, so I. So listeners, I'm either gonna call this "No, so you can grow ho," or "No, so you can grow bitch." <laughs> <laughs> It depends on what we're growing from. That's no, what's going to dictate what it is. But right now we can grow because Nicki Minaj caused the vaccine. Of, well, first of all, hold up. Before we get to that, AJ Johnson passed away. Now, everyone remembers him from Friday. If you don't remember mm-hmm. him from nothing else, you remember him from Friday. My mm-hmm. neck and my back when he fell. <laughs> that shows when he fell in that But I ain't going to tell nobody else. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. I remember him from Friday. I remember him from the Players Club. I remember him from How to Be a Player. And um, I remember I got, him I remember from those from, No the, Limit movies. I got the hookup. Yeah, I remember him from my yep, those cash happened. money movies. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I got a hookup. I think that was my favorite one because when that girl shot him in the ass at the end, <laughs> I said, come on, shoot me, man. She said, oh, this guy don't shot me in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to be on Comic View a lot too back in the day. Yeah, yeah, he did. But it's so funny because when we were talking about it earlier, it was like, oh, we got to add AJ Johnson. I'm like, what? What happened to Shireen? (laughs) (laughs) Now, hold up. Okay, because I don't, was he, was he in-house party, any other house parties? I think he was. Because that's what I read today. They was like, um, he was in house party. I was like, damn, I wonder if they got him mixed up. But I was like, I don't remember him. Which house party? Oh, yeah. He might have been in a house party, but it wasn't the first the one. one. It wasn't the first one. And of course, it we, can't forget, we can't forget him in BAPS. You're right. I forgot. Wow. Check that out. Booyah. Oh wow, him and her are both gone. They both yes. gone on the glory. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Uh, rest, in to, rest in peace to him, man. He was a really funny guy. Um, so now we can get into Nicki Minaj causes enough. <laughs> so deep heavy stuff. So, so last week, first of all, y'all know last week was the Met Gap, the Met Gala Gala, whatever it is. Was last week. And so her fans wanted her to come to Barb's, of course. You know, they haven't seen Nikki in, out in a while. So they, you know, they're asking her why she didn't come. And she, she just said, huh? She being mommy. That's she she being mommy. She said, you know, it was COVID and, you know, she didn't want to, you know, bring it back home to her child because she's not vaccinated and stuff like that. And, you know, they wanted her, I think that she said they wanted, that the one of the requirements was that you had to be vaccinated to come on or something like she, she said something like that, but yeah, you had to be vaccinated more than fully vaccinated more than 14 days to come to the yeah to attend. So, yeah. you know, she was talking to her fans. Um, and then um, you know, I guess the conversation turned to vaccines and she said, Well, my cousin friend in Trinidad, um, 
<laughs> he got the vaccine and he had swollen nuts. He got he became impotent and his nuts swole became swollen and he was about to get married. So he couldn't, you know, couldn't do anything on his wedding night because his balls were swollen, his testicles were swollen. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the news media and everybody jumped on that tweet as soon. This is why we were recording last week. It was happening all while we were recording last week. The news media was jumping onto it. I mean, it was a tweet at like around five o'clock that afternoon. By eight o'clock that night, it was on MSNBC. Joy Reid had That's a panel. crazy. Joy Reid had a panel talking about the tweet and calling out Nicki Minaj. So Nicki Minaj came back out and called Joy Reid, what, Kunisha or something like that. <laughs> she called her Kunisha. It's something with a Kun. <laughs> she said, look at this um, Kunisha or something up here, you know, with these two white men um, trying to take a black woman down. Girl, um, bye. Sit oh, your I. stupid well, ass down somewhere. Well, no, because I was actually on her side with that because first of all, that was a conversation she was having with her fans. There was no need to. And she never said that she wasn't going to get the vaccine. She said that she knew she would have to get it when she goes on tour. So she was going to have to get it regardless. She wanted to do more research, whatever. Really? But, <laughs> you don't want to do more research on your bullshit. You're so full of shit. You're so full of shit. That's why I keep laughing. So I don't even got that right. This is the It kept going all week. Because I thought it was going to be over after that one day. Baby, Roland Martin hit on it. Next thing you know, she's on. Twitter again, because you know it's been still been talked about. Everybody's talking about it. And one of her fans said, Well, Nikki, you need to go to the White House. She said, Oh, well, they already invited me and I'm gonna wear a pink dress. So Don Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Don Lemon comes back now from CNN. Don Lemon from CNN. <laughs> you know, he comes back. Well, we contacted the White House and they said that they never invited um, <laughs> Nikki to no. the White House. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, and, th- and 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 this is this is one of those things that goes with the territory. When you have a certain level of celebrity, people feel that anytime, uh, anytime a celebrity who has influence makes a comment or says something about something, there's automatically a percentage of people that align to it because of who said it. Now, does it make it right or wrong? That's not the that's not that's not what I'm debating. Right. But we already know. So the fact that somebody of Nicki Minaj's celebrity makes a makes a statement like that, it's going to trend. Right. And because it's so hot, it becomes clickbait. So everybody mm-hmm. wants to talk about it because it's going to drive their viewership, mm-hmm. it's gonna drive their following and everything like that. So them to Make it a talking point. I'm not surprised, and I forgot. I just want to go on record and say that I'm fully vaccinated, and I have no problems in coming or having sex. Zero. Yeah, that may be an incident or a side effect I didn't get, and that's one of the things that also because also I forgot that also that night Joy Reid addressed it. Fox News hit it that same night, and we're Team Nikki and saying that this is what Nicki Minaj said happened to her cousin's friend. So. 
you know, Fox News is against vaccinations, all that stuff there. But <laughs> so they so they jumped down. So they jumped down with Nicki Minaj. So she started retweeting mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson, and somebody was like, "He's racist." So you know, Nick. One thing you have to know about Nicki Minaj, she's like Kanye West. You're not going to back her in the corner. If she says something, she's going to stand up for right, wrong, right, wrong, and different. She's going right. to justify. She's going to tell y'all, "Fuck y'all," and I'm just going to do what I got to do. I don't think she should take it back. She I don't think she should take it back either because it was a comment between her and her fans. I think Nicki Minaj is one of the few artists who really she she interacts with her fans more than anybody, I think, especially on Twitter, that she's right. always talking to them. I don't know any other celebrity that really interacts the way she does with the bars. That's why they're so crazy. But um she, there was actually happening. there was actually a protest in Atlanta. <laughs> Nicki Minaj said the vaccine does this. So there were people or whatever. They started protesting. Like I said, because because Nicki made a statement about one somebody she knows, her cousin, (laughs) the people have taken it and ran with it. Because the government of Trinidad was actually looking for this um, friend. They're like, we want to talk to your we want to talk to your cousin's friend. And so they is a lie. They've been trying to reach. And I wonder, but do they have the same vaccine? Which I vaccine doubt it. Hey, I don't know. But this story was like every day because Nikki was coming every day. She was going out because she did dress Don Lemon. Hey, maybe the vaccine came off wish. It might. Hey. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, but it was. I just mean, you so- know, y'all have seen the wish. Y'all have seen the wish orders with what I order versus what I got. You're right, right. But I think it's just. I haven't used the website, so yeah. I haven't either. I used to use it. I haven't. Yeah, I, I go to Ally Express, but they about the same. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't. I think it's so funny how uh, one thing that she could have just said like that just blew up everywhere, and like. I was on Nikki's side because, like I said, she was talking to her friends, just like how we talk every day. You know, say something to your friends. You know, she's talking to her fans. Like, you know, she didn't say that. She didn't tell them not to go get the vaccine. She was just telling them stories she heard. (laughs) But she did call out Don Lemon. She called him a coon too, and she said she has receipts that she was invited to the White House, and she told them no, and they said we can do something virtual. She said, that's her story. That's her story, and she's sticking to it. She's sticking to it. Thank you. I am mad. Love you, Nikki. I love you, Nikki. Nobody bags baby into a corner. Nobody. (laughs) So we go, hopefully this all clears up this week. But, you know, if she keeps responding, you know, people are saying she's down bad right now. I mean, she got nothing but time. All she's doing is staying home, remember? She ain't going nowhere because she ain't vaccinated, remember? Yeah, right. About that. She's just staying home. She got number time. I think what was so also funny was that in her tweet, she was like, because Drake is vaccinated. They're like, well, damn, how did Drake? <laughs> <laughs> is it something she's trying to girl, tell us about his nuts? Well, girl, you just you girl, you just tell everybody business. Like, what was that to really? tell that man? <laughs> vaccination status. It is a vaccination status. It ain't like it's just. <laughs> I think what was so funny was that because she was talking about the balls, so everybody was like, "Girl, your cousin was getting married, and he said that the vaccine causes balls as well." Bitch, that's an STD, <laughs> right? It right? Because I'm just like, you really, you want to research the vaccine, but you even researching this falsehood that your goddamn cousin told or whoever told. So she feel like, "Fuck out of here!" Ain't got no reason why. But you know, 
it gets a little more outrageous than that. So the Chinese government has banned effeminate men on TV and told broadcasters to promote revolutionary culture, broadening a, a campaign to tighten control over business and society and enforce official morality. So wow. basically, a TV regulator said, put an end to sissy men and other <gasps> abnormal aesthetics on television. I don't really think that's going to stick because we're, we're just in a different time now. Oh, but no, it's going to stick. It's going to stick. And I'm going to tell you why it's going to stick. Because China is a communist government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, China's definitely a communist. It definitely will stick. China don't play that shit. So they do have the entitlement we have, they don't have over there. So they have the three kid policy. Now we were talking about earlier, Penny, because I was saying that China still had a uh, policy to where you can only have two kids. But now that I think mm-hmm. they upgraded, you can uh, at least have three kids. But the crazy thing about it is, is that when you think about stereotypical masculinity, Chinese people don't come to mind. Not at all. No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Straight men get up and drag for Kabuki theater. So, yeah. Uh, even, uh, even Chinese porn, they look, you know. Which is the crazy shit. Okay, so Chinese porn wears out pubic hair. Like, wait, what? What? <laughs> like, they wear out pubic hair on Chinese porn. Oh. Uh, Okay. Um, okay. Carry on. The Chinese say they don't play with y'all. <laughs> they say they don't. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. So you know who came under fire recently? That that big. What's the what's the boy group with the, the boy with the pink hair? That's the only way I know. BTS. What they call? BTS. Behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. BTS. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, their posters and stuff got taken down because they don't exude masculinity. Damn. They took down all of their billboards and everything. Well, I mean, they can always come to the United States. That's what they mean. That part. I feel like that's what they made made the most money in it anyway. Mm -hmm. And they don't even speak English. The boy in motion. Isn't that crazy? So we got this whole Lil Nas X situation going on over here. And and the folks is in an uproar. China was like, hell no, nah, we don't want it. He can't come here. Correct. We're gonna put it in the law book. Uh-huh. We're gonna put it in the law book. He can't come here. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, if Chinese people are like, yeah, you know, if you're a feminine man, you might just want to move, but you know. Oh yeah. But respect your government and just Oh, y'all can always be underground. <laughs> they could just be behind the scenes. I don't want them to be underground. It's a it's a HBO documentary about Nigeria's underground day, gay life, baby. The way them officers hunt them people down. Yeah, yeah. I, I suggest anybody watch that. The gay life in Nigeria and the way the police hunt them down and beat them. It's it's crazy. Wow. But remember, um, remember Hangover too. He thought that didn't call it Bangkok for nothing, honey. <laughs> 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 okay. oh. 
we're not having ties to a situation. A lot of these see things clearly. That's not distorted. We call that love versus logic. So we're going to start with the imaginary audience. <clears throat> the imaginary <clears throat> audience refers to a state of mind where an individual imagines and believes that multitudes of people are enthusiastically listening to them or watching them. How do y'all feel about that's that? A, it's actually a sickness. It's a sickness. It's a sickness. It's got to be a disease. There should be no cure. Mm. But, think I mean, about like, but that think makes about no it. sense. But that was created to me. I correlate that to social media. True. Right, because a lot, a lot of people swear that they have a, a big audience and what they really have. People you know, have haters. Yeah, like, and a lot of a lot of people pay they pay for followers. You know all of that. So yeah. I feel like it is it is a condition that was identified in psychology and then social media just capitalized on it. Not saying intentionally, but I think that's really what it is. Like, like you know, not being funny, but like us, we have a podcast, so we have something to say. To a degree, mm-hmm. we have an imaginary audience that we cater to with the content that we provide, right? So right. it's not always mm-hmm. a negative thing, but sometimes it can be detrimental to, detrimental to a person's uh uh psyche and self-esteem you know which causes them to live with this whole shame thing as well um so like what is what how do you feel like the imaginary audience plays a fact a factor in someone being shameful I think uh, Black Twitter has a lot to do with it. You know, when people say certain things, as well, excuse me, certain celebrities, when so certain celebrities say certain things, and then, of course, a lot of people in the Black Twitter, they drag them. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can uh, look at it from that particular angle because they they somewhat want to be like that celebrity to actually get some stuff started so that they actually can get the popularity. Somebody could drag them and then they can come back and possibly get a gain or profit from what they did. I think mm-hmm. that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I think. I think. Oh, I was gonna say. I think the way certain the way people certain people act on social media, um, when it comes to shaming, the way that they feel like you know I have this this social media persona, so I can't do this, I can't do that. I have to I have to be this person when I'm online. You know, if I'm caught doing anything outside of the norm for me. Mm-hmm. Everything I'm gonna lose everything. Yeah, but I also think it's, mind, and I was gonna say I also think it's just the fact that you really think that people care that much. To some celebrities, I kind of get it because that impacts their livelihood, right? Right. Like, you say the wrong thing, you offend the wrong people mm-hmm. or a of people or a specific group of people. You know, then they rally together to take you down or cancel you. We talked about cancel culture last week. I think mm-hmm. that's how that works. But for everyday normal people, do you really feel that people are paying that much attention to you to really impact the way that you live life? Uh-oh. I think a lot of normal people, actually, I think a lot of normal people do. And I think I've had, I think like if you're taking it off social media and the thing that we have to, when we go out in public, how we present ourselves to people. You mm-hmm. know, I've heard people say, you know, well, everyone could be looking at me, you know, when people really could be giving a damn about you. When mm-hmm. you are right. 
But a lot of us, sometimes we have that mentality. I know I used to always have it that, you know, the world was just looking every time I step out my door, the world is just looking, you know. Um, and it's like, you have to get to that point where you're like, okay, that was just my imagination that everyone's focused on everything that I do when I walk out, you know, from head to toe, you know, is to truthfully people can give a damn about you know, what you have going on, especially now, especially now in like a pandemic, you know, we have too much other shit to be worried about the next person. Mm -hmm. And, but I still think there's a thing to where people still have in this mind first, in reality that when I go places or even when I converse with people, you know, I have to give this certain image off because everybody is expecting this from you. When in all actuality, people really aren't expecting that. People are expecting you to be yourself and be open and honest. Just not, you don't have to be all extra. You know, you find people, you, you have ever met that person who's just very extra when you're around a lot of people? Absolutely. They feel like they have to give, they feel like this is my audience. Every time they come around, mm -hmm. they feel yeah, like they, they have an audience. I dated somebody like that. I don't know, I remember their name though. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love the shade, baby. We love the we shade. We love the shade. We do. We love the shade. And I prayed. <laughs> yeah, and that but you know that person who just always feels like, oh, I'm just the center of attention, or I have to be the center of attention. Mm -hmm. uh, this is how you know this is my mind, this is how my mind works. This is what's feeding my ego. Right. And I, I think I think the 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 big thing about it is I said I, I feel like to some degree yes there is an audience that's always watching, but I also feel like it doesn't. A lot of people don't pay attention to people until they become a threat or a nuisance, right? Mm. Right. I think I think we walk around and we move around people all the time, but until you you're viewed as a threat. It's not like that's the only time you're paying, you're, you're made, you're, you are uh, someone pays attention to you. Point in case, you know, all of us are people of color. We walk in the hood, nobody's going to pay us any mind. Nope. You take one of us and you put us on the opposite side of town where not many people look like us, then all of a sudden people are paying us attention. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because you now disrupt the pattern or you look different or you're an eyesore. So taking it to the uh, the example that you use as far as being the center of attention. So because you want to stand out, you do things to draw attention. You wear revealing clothing, you wear tight stuff, you wear stuff that aesthetically makes you stand out from everybody else. Lizzo. When, That's huh, 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 huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think too, a lot of times it's about the relevancy. People just really desire to, well, excuse me, they believe they have to stay relevant. Um, here, because mm -hmm. I mean, the minute that you, you know, you're not getting, you know, the attention and stuff like that, you, you feel like a non-factor. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's very unfortunate. People are somewhat programmed that they have to do that. But it's like, what are you, you're staying relevant, but you're staying relevant to somebody else stuff. You know, I mean, you're, you're number two. You, you don't have no lane of your own. So how are you relevant? I, I get, I, I struggle with that. also could be relevant in a negative, con you know, in a negative light. It's like, mm -hmm. come on. You know, right. it's like a lack of self-respect. And when you say that, the person who comes to mind, when you say that, Charmy, to me, who to me just has an imaginary audience is Andrew Caldwell. Oh, my God. Yes. I feel like he gives. <laughs> I feel like 
he gets this performative. Um, yes, I do have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. Hell, you don't. He gives this performative thing because he feels like he has an audience, and it's really negative. It's really we're not drawn to you because of who you are. We're drawn to you because we think you're a character. A character. (laughs) You are looked at for entertainment value to be picked at and laughed at, not laugh with. There's a very big difference in someone laughing with you because it's comical versus laughing at you because you are the butt of the joke. Right. Right. The joke is really on you. Right. The joke is really on you. Like, sir, you are really a key. You are really a good key. Right. Like, you talk with a mouthful of spit and you say these outlandish things that could not possibly be fathomed by the average person. They're laughing at you. Roland Ray, they're laughing at At you. You're performative because that's why your ass was on back on divorce court last week. Because you know we're performative. Yeah, he'll girl, he'll more court again last week. <laughs> I mean, like they're laughing at you. Like you come up with these outlandish stories that you know, yeah, Beyonce is my girl, and da 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 and da da. Just because she sent you a package. And she probably did for, mm-hmm. you know, I mean I'd be part. Uh, she said I'm, not, I'm not gonna go there because I almost went there, you know, cheering. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be love the kids, you know, special needs and all, you know, she do. But you'll never be able to make it to, onto one of her platforms. I mean, she'll just no, say no. it. How are you going to get up there? You'll never yeah. get invited. He'll never get invited to the Met Gay. Like, yeah, you know, that's you're, you're just not going to get that. But um, you, you're doing what you're doing for our audience. And it's like you said, it's a character. You know, when you think about once you start, once you come out, especially on social media, once you present yourself a certain way from the first time on social media, a lot of people feel like, okay, now I have to present myself this way all the time. You see it a lot of time on Twitter. There are a lot of characters on Twitter. You know, just let me ask y'all this. Have y'all ever been ashamed to be associated with somebody who's in a, who who seeks attention like that? Yes. Yes. Um, I guess yes, because my thing is I don't I don't it don't take all that for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say ashamed, but it, it's just it's just a concern. I don't want to say a shame. Okay, I'll take it back. I don't want to say a shame. I'm not ashamed, but it does concern me when you have to seek that much attention. It's right. a concern. I get it's a that. major concern. And it's something that we do we really address it with that person? I think you can, but I think because that person is so much in their head, they're not going to, it comes back to, you know, what Medulla's words are listening. You know, you um, you let you let you listen don't listen to respond, but you know, listen. I forget what the hell it was, but <laughs> but like I said, I think you're talking to a person when you're talking to a person who doesn't have that or who feels like they have this imaginary audience, they're not going to hear anything you say. They'll hear it, but they're not listening to what you're saying because this is the character they plan and this is what's getting you to right. And, like it's, I, and it keeps them relevant, right? Yeah, I can admit, like, I have. I, I really try not to judge, but I have in the past, I've judged people like that. People who seek validation from other people who's not really paying them any attention. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I judge, I judge them and I judge them in a way where it's more like, what, what happened? Like, what are you missing? What are you seeking from other people that you don't have within yourself? You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Like to some degree, we all seek some type of validation. Um, right. You know, but I would think that it's it's one thing to seek validation from people that you hold in high regard, like parents, grandparents, loved ones, mm-hmm. things like that. But seeking approval people, from people who matter. Yeah, but people right. who don't even matter. It's like, what do you get from that? Like, if you don't make it, what are they gonna say? Versus if you right. do make, it? you know what I mean? Like, I just. I just don't understand when people put themselves in it. To me, that's the negative space you get into with this imaginary audience that people are looking to you to do this. And if you don't, oh, I'm going to look bad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand like when people, and, I'm, and I'm, I'll be honest, me, me and Madula have had a little kiki off of this before, but like people who later on in life are posting on social media the things that I'm like, you should have did that 20 years ago. <laughs> You know, like you just got your first car in your own name at 45. Oh, uh, okay. And you did all this for what? Right, you and you did it for what? You know what I mean? Because then, not being funny, but then you see the comments underneath and you see that, you know, you get a few likes and stuff like that or whatever. But I'm like, was it truly because you feel accomplished that you did it? Because there's a story behind it. You get what I'm saying? Or right. did you just to say just just for clicks, likes, and comments? Like, what what's the intent of sharing that type of information? Like, some people do the whole you know story like, oh, you know, I moved here, I didn't have anything. Da da da. That shows the journey and the growth mm-hmm. and the blessing of where you are now, versus just saying like, new wheels. Da 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 da. It, it's it just it feels or seems. Like it comes from a different space. And that may not be the case, but as a viewer, it feels like it comes from a different place. Like you're seeking the validation from other people versus professing your blessing and your, you know, or whatever. Am I the only one out there on that land? No, I mean, I feel, I definitely feel that way. Um, But I mean, but some people, I think, like I said, the thing about being, uh, the whole thing about being relevant um, all all comments are good comments, and whether it's negative, positive, or what have you, they're just looking for some type of feedback. And unfortunately, I mean, they like the idea of somebody maybe having the opinion of saying such and such and such. They, they may not want to hear it um, publicly, but they like the idea of people possibly, you know, making them a topic of conversation. And I think what everybody said in the beginning it definitely makes that person kind of sick. They need to kind of get some help, some professional help for that. It's just like a, it's just like a person who like you know works out and the people who post thirst traps you know like on Twitter mm-hmm. and stuff you know they'll be like <laughs> oh how y'all like my new kitchen but they naked so are we focusing on the kitchen or are we focusing on you <laughs> right right or you be gagged that you think you done that you done transform they be like that's it <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should live a little more <laughs> it, you know what I mean. Or, or, or and you because get I need attention or I need the validation, and then you get the I, adverse. It's like, uh, now you prime example. Egg on prime your face. example. We'll, we'll use Jordan Jordan Woods, right? Remember, she she mm-hmm. just posted how you know she got in the gym, got her body right, and everything like that, or whatever. And guess what? It backfired because people were then saying they don't believe her. They believe that she got work done, like she went mm-hmm. under the knife and got cosmetic procedure done. Now, could she possibly have gotten in the gym and did that? Yes, but the majority of people felt that because of 
the image that she's um, that she's perpetuated and her circle mm-hmm. that she hangs with lends more to the fact that she is more prone to taking a shortcut versus doing the hard work backfire. Right. Yeah. It backfired. Mm-hmm. So you got to be very careful about what you post and what you share with people in general. True. That is true. Very true. Well, we love the shade. (laughs) We do. We do love the shade. And we must pray for um, our good sister Wendy Williams. Um, I know they said she has COVID, but um, they also said she checked into mm-hmm. her mental um, mental issues that she's dealing with. So, right. um, you know, we don't know much else of what's going on with her right now. Her brother said, um, you know, they're praying for her right now, and hopefully she gets through it. You know, her season has been postponed, I think, till the second week of October or first week one of them. Yeah, it's, it's definitely sad. And I just hate that. I hate when people make comments like, oh, this is what she gets. You know, she, to me, that that's, that's a false, that's some some people who feel like they fucking have an audience because, you know, you're supposed to be all, you can be all, oh, I want everybody to live, blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody should think about the next person. But as soon as something like happens to a Wendy Williams type of person, oh, she get what she deserves. You know, right, right. So, I okay, so I've heard a lot of different people's opinions, and the thing about it is that Wendy Williams' career has thrived off of sensationalism, right? Right, right. I think, do I think she's talented? Yes, do I think she's a very smart woman? Absolutely, she saw a lane, she carved it, and that's how she thrived in, in that, but. Let's not forget that she thrived in humiliating mm-hmm. other people. She did. Right. And, there's nothing, yeah, and I think there's nothing wrong with that, but I think- No, that, there is something wrong with that. Well, no, there is something wrong with that. There is something Morally, wrong with that. that is horrible. There is something wrong with that. You know, I, but I mean, but, but I guess what we were talking about. Oh, no, I guess because I looked at it as, I've always looked at it as, that was a job. You know, you had a job to do. You played that character. Mm-hmm. You know, so I never took it like where everybody else took it. And I think that's the difference to me is that people who look at her this way and judge her for what she do, do the shit every day. She's just getting paid for right. it. She's just right. like what she's doing. So why are yeah, you just talking shit on Twitter? But I, I think it's different if you're on the other end of it. I really think it's different because, you know, something like you were the first person to break that Method Man's wife was sick. But that was a personal yep. private matter that she hadn't even notified her, you know, told her family and her loved ones about. But you broke that story. What was the what 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 did you gain from that ruining that experience for somebody else? You see what I'm saying? So I don't think that I don't think that you should wish harm on other people, but I also don't feel like you can make somebody mad and tell them how mad to get. Like yeah, absolutely. Like you have built your business off of leaking sits, personal conversations, and also the kind of stuff for your personal gain. Now, yes, a lot of people felt like she got what she deserved when it happened with her and her husband. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But I ain't gonna get I ain't gonna get spiritual and biblical. But you know, when you put your mouth on the wrong people, shit happens. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, you I ruined a lot of lives, and I'm not saying she deserves it. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, I can see both sides of people feeling vindicated that she's suffering, and I can see other people feeling like, well, you shouldn't feel that way because you know she's still in the game. You get what I'm right. saying? So all I'm saying is, I see mm-hmm. both sides, but we're not gonna act like Wendy Williams is a saint and Wendy Williams don't hurt people every day. Oh yeah, we can't act like yeah, we can't. She just like ain't hurt us because we don't benefit her none. Mm-hmm. Her right, league I mean, nobodies or people who she feels is nobodies don't get her any more clicks, no more views, no more comments, no more press. Right. She talked about you know. Vanessa Bryant or the Housewives of Potomac or somebody like that, that's her draw. But you're leaking personal information that was not out so that you can profit and benefit off of it. She's but, the only one. I know that. She's not the only one, but she's the one we're talking about. Yeah, she she's definitely have, has maximized off of it. But, I mean, I, I, I'm i with Lance Point on this. You know, she get paid basically to do the things that we do. And, unfortunately, you know, when you put your business on the sidewalk, it's liable to get kicked in the street. And I think that's with, mm-hmm. that, that's with like anybody. That. Yeah, it, that's with anybody. So if you put it out there, and I mean, and I'm able to make a profit from it, I'm going to take it, I'm going to run with it. But no it who ain't you. always out there. That's the thing. It's not always no, but out there. If, sure. it get, if it gets to somebody, it's out there. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, she like, was, like, even with me, I'm the type of person, I take shit to my grave because guess what? If I mean, no matter how much I trust certain people, this shit still could get out. If somebody else say something to somebody else and now three people know, that's still three people. It's like a million people. Per and, that's, and that's the one thing I've always said, Medulla. If you don't want people to know, don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Keep it to your grave. Take it to don't, Jesus. You can't, you can't get mad when your shit get out if you told even one person. You can't get mad about it because you right. shouldn't have told anybody. Oh, well, I'm gonna get mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get mad about it, but you get mad about it when it's your fault because you told it. I'm gonna still get mad about it because that's what that's what trust is called. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> then when you don't tell people shit and you don't open up to them, they be like, "Oh, you so closed off," or "Oh, you mm-hmm. so this, so that." Yeah, bitch. I Lance, I have trust no issues. I, have trust trust issues. I tell you what I want you to know. Mm-hmm. Correct. If, if I tell you something, and if I tell you something and it gets out, yes, I could be mad, but I'm gonna be mad at myself more. First, before because yeah, because you, sh- you shouldn't have said anything. I I I have taken certain I have chosen taking certain things to my grave. That I mean that that's just me because at the end of the day, nobody can tell it when you sleep. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. That's right because you know what? One thing about it, Luther, we ain't never had nobody come out about his business. Except Patty, Patty but we have no, we have no pictures or anything or any stories of anybody he's dated. Okay, so watch this. So Aaliyah ain't telling, and they still talking about her. Mm-hmm. But they talk about they, um, it's, it's no, it's no, they can't confirm it. Well, well wait a minute. Because Aaliyah didn't have to tell it because guess what? That's public knowledge. Mm-hmm. That wedding of that record is public knowledge. So you didn't have to tell that. Now you went, but you did something, you did something that's public record. So you know <laughs> not, not, not on the tour bus, that was not public record. 
Oh, I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, um, we pray for Wendy as she gets better. Um, the Met Gala was last week. Um, what was the damn theme? The theme was American. <laughs> the theme was American um, fashion. Which oh, okay. like people were saying, like people were saying, America doesn't really have a fashion. <laughs> so like clearly. <laughs> and that's what it exactly looked like too. I didn't uh-huh, it. Posh. Yeah. I did the only person I got I, I got it from Sierra because she had on the football. Football is American, you know, culture. It was American culture. That's what it was supposed to be, like American culture, fashion, everything. So she did her address was like football, that's American culture. Um Kim K came out as what? To me, I play a Kim K came out as a superhero because Americans love superheroes. Kanye West was with her. They would have. Oh, that was um somebody else. They thought it was Kanye West, but that was um no. they could uh, she, came or something. Out, she came out as the black stain on American history. So I, <laughs> I thought she was Yeah, I, I mean, she Chloe. Loved, I, I love her outfit. Chloe and Haley were very beautiful. They were, um, but I'm like. Um, Petty, I just did not get what the theme actually was because even when they explained it, I think it was just like I don't get what 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 does America really have to offer that you can put in fashion like that. Hmm. Well, right. we have American brands. We, we we do have American brands like Tommy Hilfiger is a, is an American brand. Uh, Ralph Lauren is an American brand, right? Um. Now, a lot of the designers. <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, what, well, that's, that's what I think. I about. mean, but they have they have couture, you know, outfits, gowns, maybe sometimes. Yeah, they could have looked. They could have wore KLS. Kamora could have came out of retirement to design a little something. Baby fat, fat form. <laughs> I thought she came Ooh, out of retirement and started had um started back doing fashion. Boo-boo. You know, those were American brands. Well, that that would have been awesome if a black person would have came out and did that, something like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like Michael Kors is an American brand. So they have American uh, brands or American designers. Um, but a lot of people that they probably wore came from overseas. Yeah, because um, right. it, it was very underwhelming this year. Very it wasn't. Oh, I... But let me tell you who turned the motherfucking party out. Iman. Iman, yes. I think Lil Nas X did good too. He did. With the three outfits. I really liked it. Yeah, I guess like, because one of them was a robot outfit. That was the robot outfit, right? Right. And then he took that one off and then he had on the cat suit. It was was cute. Okay. So I could see the American with the robot. I could see that. because yeah, that gave more action. That gave, that gave action figure, and then he had you know the the cat suit. But I think the cat suit was just more like oh, just to say I'm here, I'm gay. <laughs> I think J Lo looked amazing. I think J Lo looked amazing. Um, she did. Wasn't impressed. But that's but I mean, really? it's expected was good. I I kind of expected her to be a little more, but right. she I, always I, wasn't impressed. J Lo ever. Right, I've never seen her look bad. I think yeah. everyone was disappointed in Rihanna. Yeah, um, yeah. everyone was disappointed in Rihanna because Rihanna has always killed Turkey. Yeah, Aside yeah. Rocket was so tired. I don't. I didn't get the whole quilt, it, and then you had on some regular. Oh, I did get the quilt. That's American culture. American quilts. Quilts. 
but that's the only thing you had on. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, a lot of people were blaming him for her fashion faux pas or whatever. But <laughs> what I find is interesting though, you know what I find is interesting though? Something that you said earlier, like Nikki's fans were like, Why was she at the Met Gala? You know who else went at the Met Gala this year and ain't nobody say a word? Beyonce. Beyonce. You know why? Because she was on that damn yacht that's what four million a week? Yeah, four million. Right. Celebrating, yeah. still celebrating her birthday. So the beehive, her birthday. So the Beehive already knew that you know the Beehive has respect for their artists. <laughs> we, know, <laughs> we know that we know that Beyonce we do. is not going we know that Beyonce is not gonna address us first of all. <laughs> and we're not gonna question her about what the hell she's at. <laughs> but Minaj, the bar. That's not, that's how Queen rules right there. That's mm-hmm. what yeah, exactly. That just don't say anything. You just don't have to say anything. Like you could just say I'm a black mama. You could say I'm a black mama. It's not a conversation. It's not. It's not a conversation. Do what I say. Do. Buy these goddamn tickets. Buy this um, apparel. And I may oh, see y'all. Ne- I may see y'all next year. You know. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> could be, could be not. Who's to say? Period. Gave y'all something for last month. That's why I gave y'all this magazine. So y'all ain't got to be questioning what I'm gonna be doing in the month of September for my exactly. birthday. Because, <laughs> yeah. like she said, y'all gonna get what my Virgo ass give y'all. Exactly. Hmm. So I mean, but other than that, I think it was. Hmm. It was like I said, it was underwhelming, and they just yeah. let anybody come to the thing now. But you know, that's not the question. But <laughs> Lil Nas X released his album. On, Lil Nas X released his album on Friday. Montero, ain't that his middle name? That's why it's named that. That's his middle hmm. name. I thought it was. Really? I, thought that's why had, I thought that's why he named it that. Or is that his first name? Maybe his first name. Oh, oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, um, so that. I believe. I will admit I am playing the album at least once a day just to give him his stats, give him his give, give him his plays, doing my part in this world to upset the hip hop community. Um I is it any good? It. It's decent. Um, I would it's, say it's like two or three songs that I actually like. I like I actually like his industry baby song, and I like the song with him and Megan the Stallion. And I like um, another song, but I haven't really listened to it. I just let it play just to give him his, his plays, and that's it. I'm not. Really I like. I mean, I like Lil Nas X, but his music is not for me. It's I understand his mm. music is for a certain demographic, and leave it at that. I, I think uh, I'm, I'm I'm drawn to it because I'm just trying to see what is he saying differently now that he's on the other side of it. You know. And I think he addresses a lot of stuff. If you actually listen to the lyrics, he addresses right. a lot. Of so that's what I want to get into the album for because I want to hear what he's talking about. Um, I've just really just you know played the songs but hadn't listened, took the time to listen to what he's saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do want to do that. I think his album rollout was incredible. Um, he's looking at a number two debut. Um, he's not going to upset the hip hop community all the way because Drake is blocking that number one. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Drake. Yeah, it's Drake. But at the same time, if he's doing better than everybody else who got something negative to say about him, I did my part. Um, I did see something interesting posted on Twitter from a uh, a black gay um, uh, content creator, or whatever. And his question was, "Why is it when a black 
gay male enters the entertainment industry, this is their persona versus a white gay entertainer enters the industry, what their persona is. And the picture that they popped up was Sam Smith and Adam mm. Lambert versus Billy Porter and Lil Nas X. And I thought that was a very interesting discussion because generally, you know, any, oh, and I think somebody else brought up uh, Todrick Hall too. Like right. those are the black three, the, the, the three black gay out uh, artists in the industry, right? So right, when right. you match that with other artists, some of them, you know, because, you know, there's Boy George. Okay, yeah, he, he's out there, but he still oh, didn't yeah. do some of the stuff that they did. So it was a very interesting conversation. So I was thinking, what do you guys think about that? Like, do, is it that Black gay men have to have a shtick or they have to have this uh, this character caricature that they create? to get attention for them to promote their art or should it be the art and then they should just be themselves. And then the argument is, are they being themselves and we're just seeing them for who they really are versus who we want them to be in their artistry. You can't I think, tell me that every black gay man has the same stick as you said. Like I know gay men and they're not flamboyant. They're just men who like men. So you're trying to tell me that every celebrity that is black has to look like too wonderful at some Unfor point in their career? Unfortunately, I, I feel that when it comes to the African-American uh, race period, and this may it may be changed a little bit now, but they are not as accepting um, when it comes to the African-Americans, when it comes to music like the, the white ones are. You know, they, they'll love you regardless. I mean, look mm -hmm. at Elton John and Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross Absolutely. would have never done that. And he was, to me, he was just as good, better than Elton John. But Elton John was just like, okay, but they were more accepting. So mm -hmm. now that it's a different day and time, you know, I still think that people would not accept just a regular gay man when it comes to music. I, I just really feel that way. So that's why but the they Billy did Porters, with Little Richard. Huh? Because Luther technically knew the black community. Gay. You're breaking up. Like Richard. Um. Also, I mean, I think it was. I, I think it's still different because that was a different day and time. I mean, Little Richard was, um, flamboyant for the time. Yes. Um. I think. I think it's. I think it's. Still, I, it's one of those things that is hard because you can't tell somebody that they're not being themselves, right? right I think it's, right. it's hard to say that. What I will say is I think that they're just the three that are the most comfortable and courageous to live out that way versus other people. Because we're not going to sit here and have a conversation and act like those are the only three gay Black men in entertainment and music. We're not going to sit here right. and right. We know that's not the case. But they were the three that felt comfortable and courageous to come out. Now, do I think that other people feel like, oh, well, that's not me, so I'm not like them? Mm. I think that that happens. 
I, I really think that that happens, but I thought it was just a very interesting conversation to be had that, you know, Blacks in the entertainment industry and music function and act and portray and, you know, um, present their artistry different. You know what I mean? Like we know Elton John is gay, but Elton John is not singing songs and grinding up on other men and stuff like that. Not saying that right. he shouldn't. I'm not saying that he shouldn't because if he wanted to, he could very well do that because if that's him being his authentic self, then fine. I'm not, we know uh, Adam Adam Lambert wrecked American Idol when he won and was ki- and kissed the man. But ain't nobody talking mm-hmm. about that. Like they're doing Lil Nas X, you know what I mean? And he's very but out. I, and I and my thing with it was, and I and I you know I had this conversation with my problem with Lil Nas X when he did the BET Awards performance. Well, I said I don't want him to become the gay artist. But that mm-hmm. seems like what he's turning into. So when you think about Elton John, you think about people like Luther Vandross, their music, their career was mm-hmm. what they were focused on before who yeah. they were as a person. Right. At the end of the day, Sam Smith, musically is where they're probably focused at first. Lanaz is a person who's focused on coming out and bringing that and showing that. Tadra Call, I think he's a person who's interested in coming out, showing a spectrum of gay, you know, just how gay gay should be accepted. And um, Billy Porter, same way. But Billy Porter, I think mm-hmm. he does put his acting first before his personality. I do I do think that. Um, but with Lanaz X, I want to see, I said this, I said, I want to see Lanaz X focus more on the music and not so on him being gay. That's what I want them to focus on. And see, I, I think that, but that's what's kind of saving them. You know, they, you know, the, to doing the outrageous stuff. You know, is somewhat you know promoting their music because I don't, I don't think that their music is stand alone by itself. I, I just don't feel that way. And that's what I was saying. I so was they saying, have to have that shock value. Do you think that? Yeah, you got to. You got to. Man. This day, you have to have shock value. This day, I mean, let let let's let's talk about somebody that we talked about earlier. Nicki Minaj created a character of a Barbie mm-hmm. for her to stand apart from other females in the industry. Right. Whether you liked it or not, she carved a lane for herself for her to rise to the top. And then, you know, y'all get into my music, which after she got where she was, then she toned it down. And now she's the mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj that she is today. But she went hard in that caricature. Mm-hmm to get her career where it was. And I didn't think about Nikki. I felt like her mixtape day, she was more focused on her music. And I think when she got signed, well, she, day. Like, when she yeah. went mainstream, she switched right. it. That's what I'm saying. When she got mainstream, she so I think she built off her image to get signed as a, hey, almost take me serious, take my music seriously. She got on, when she got on, it was like, okay, now let's put this, oh, that character she put on but. Because um, I, I was a big Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj fan back in her mixtape days before she got signed. When she got signed, that's when I kind of strayed away from her because of that I mean, so character. I kind of see it the same, though. I kind of see it the same, though. You know, like everybody figures out, okay, what's going on? Because publicity is publicity. All publicity is good publicity. Right. Or not. So what can we do to promote you, to keep you on everybody's lips, controversy mm-hmm. and scandal fail, period. Right. So it wouldn't be far-fetched for me to believe that 
it's a marketing strategy for Lil Nas X to portray this persona. Yeah, right. it is. It definitely right. is. But, and I guess the thing is, is like when you think about Lil Nas X, he had to do something to not be a one hit wonder because at first his music stood out. I thought his EP was actually pretty good. Um, his music stood out. But then when he figured out, you know, now I have to come out and present this. I've announced to the world that I'm gay. Now I want to show y'all that I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I want and I want if he announced it prematurely because he was about to be exposed. Mm, that could be it. I, I feel like that happens too. I think a lot yeah. of times people try to beat beat the uh, beat the expose or whatever, so that they can kind of own it. And now you can't profit off of it because I already did it. Yeah. yeah. Now that I done did, it, I got to live in, it. and I might not have been prepared for that. But okay, it's somebody' whole job to figure out how we do it. Right, now we spin it. There's an Olivia Pope in his corner. That's right. Help figure out how I'm supposed to get through this now. And did y'all see that kid Cuddy, um, the guy who got dragged a couple weeks ago about wearing nail polish, mm-hmm. um, posted that you know he's there to support Lil Nas X, and y'all be on the lookout because we're gonna do a song together soon because we here to upset the hip hop community. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, let somebody else who may not identify as gay or homosexual, or whatever that, who's in the industry and is like, hey, I mean, you're talented. You know, I don't care about the theatrics. That's right. about your art. I it's rock right. with it, you know? And I could appreciate that. I can too. I do. Um, real quick, let's jump into um, versus, you know, JD said he wants to challenge Diddy. Diddy said, you know, basically, you don't have the catalog to jump. Diddy said he wants to go up against Dr. Dre. He said that would be a better matchup. Right. He said between Mary and Biggie, I would kill you. And at first glance, I said, yes. But then I thought about it. Right. He got Escape. He got TLC. He got Bow Wow. Mm -hmm. He got The Brat. He got Mariah Carey. He got Chris Cross. He could just play the Usher Confessions album. JD could just play the Usher Confessions album. I'm like, done. Maybe not. (laughs) No. Yeah. It's not cut and dry. It's definitely not cut and dry. It's not cut and dry, but then you got to think, Diddy got all those people from Bad Boy. You got Faith. You got Black Rob. You got Mace. Total. It might be pretty interesting. It would be worth it. Well, somebody posted and talking about, well, if Diddy can only use the people that he done fully paid, then we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. But that ain't his fault. He, he probably ain't do the contracts. Mm. They signed them. At the end of the day, they signed them. Oh, he knows it was his fault because he apologized to them. Right, that's, that's right. He did the bad that's why he had the whole he bad, bad boy reunion tour. Yeah. He, said he felt right. bad the way he did those artists. And that's right. why he did mm-hmm. that. Oh, that's right. Because Diddy got Kim. He got, mm-hmm. yeah. He got Kim. He got Biggie. He got, I mean. He got Danity Kane. Yeah. He got people. Look, Danity yeah. Kane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What was the, he, he got what was the guy group? I don't even think Dr. Dre would stand a chance. I mean, because I don't think, all, I think his saving grace would be Eminem, right? Oh, first of all. You got Snoop. Dr. Dre is Snoop Dogg. You got 50 them first two albums, the chronic, all Dr. Yeah, Dre got to play. Chronic is still a classic. But Dr. Dre is 
a producer as well. So you have to remember the songs that he's produced. He, yeah, Tupac, he Tupac. Yeah, you got it. You're right, you're right. He, he might get that chance. You got NWA. Yeah, so I mean, when you think about NWA people. Dr. Dre going to bring out that Michelle A something in my heart. It's just that. And nice thing. Let's go nice Yes, come on. <laughs> he hit up he even Dr. Drake to hit you with that truth hurts so contagious, you know. Was, I was just thinking that in my head. That was, I was just thinking that. I was like, I think the thing with what's Dr. that song Drake, with the rock him? I think the thing with Dr. Drake is is that he wasn't like Diddy and JD where they were releasing songs back to back. When Dr. Drake released something, it smashed. It was not, I'm just producing yeah. just to produce. When he released a song, an artist released a song produced by Dr. Drake. It blew up. It was it sold more because he crossed over. He had those artists cross over. Right. So yeah, he was a producer to a whole nother level. Yeah, that 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 would be pretty. I think it would love be to see him in Jermaine Dupree. I would love to see him in Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, that 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 would be pretty. That would be pretty interesting because then I think I'm pretty sure they'll pull out stuff like like Escape did. Pull out stuff that we didn't know they had a hand in. Like mm-hmm. oh oh that was you. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna bring out Dylan, 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 Dylan. Well, we aren't gonna talk about the Emmys. The Emmys was last night, so you know if y'all want to see the winners, all I just want to do is give a shout out to Debbie Allen because she got the Governor's Award. That's the, the only. Oh, yay! Really, really. Love, 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 love Debbie Allen and Felicia Rashad. I love them. And I got to see the skit with um, Lavita Alizé Jenkins from last night because they said that was really good too. Lavita Alizé Jenkins, Terry mm-hmm. J. Bond. Yes. Yeah, because Cedric the Entertainer was uh, the host, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had, um, yeah. He had her. He had um, everybody who's played his TV wife. He had her, Niecy Nash, and um, what's her name, Tashina Arnold. And they oh. they were like, "So which one of us are your favorite TV wife?" And you know, it was, I think that would be a good show with the three of them. Mm-hmm. Legends, yeah. legends. Yeah. All right. So now we can get into answering for a friend. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm no scared. shit. Hey, no shit. This is Adriana from Kansas City, and I need y'all's advice. I recently went on two dates with this one guy. We hit it off pretty good until he texts me one morning with a picture of some Yeezys. I replied back and said, "Those are hot." And he replied, you should buy me these. Mm. So instantly, I'm like, hold up, flip it and reverse it. <laughs> I replied, we aren't going to work because you are too much of a bad bitch for me. And I blocked him. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I know y'all probably thinking, y'all know y'all probably thinking that was wrong, but I don't feel niggas should be asking women to buy them shit unless we are in a relationship. I need to know how wrong am I, if at all, because my friends say I did too much. <laughs> Um, I don't think you did too much I, at all. I just want you to move forward with that same energy. So just like he can't ask you for nothing that soon, don't you ask him for anything that soon either. Well, she said uh, she, she believes men can't do it. So that already tells you that she believes women can do it. <laughs> Correct. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> I okay, hold so here's the thing, though. But I, I you don't have to, ask you have to block him. Stuff. What you, oh, so, Madula, what did you say? I was saying I, I definitely agree with Petty. You know, keep that same energy or what have you. Make sure that you independent all the way. Don't ask a nigga for shit. But I don't think that you should have blocked him though. Maybe you just 
Maybe maybe it was a joke. Maybe it's like a cute flirt. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Like maybe he was joking. Right. And that could have been a test. That yeah. could have been a serious test to her to see. Because I think like your okay, so Adriana, I think your answer should have been, okay, well, if you keep uh if we keep going as long as we can, maybe you can get something like this from me. Adrian, if you don't buy them these on the day they release within the first uh, 60 seconds, he won't be getting them unless you're paying resale, resale value. Well, I mean, <laughs> but like, I'm speaking from experience. I think it was a test. I don't think that a man, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are men who will do that. That um, it is. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's but, but there are women who also do that. Like, oh, you know, don't you want and to do this? Equally do wrong. If you ask me, it's it equally is. wrong. First of all, after you this, know, we've only been on two dates. So to me, I don't even think that's a funny joke. And I mean, I get it. You know, men do it, women do it, blah blah blah. It's still wrong. Right. So Very wrong. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I and I'm laughing at that, and it's so funny to me with that same energy because I know someone who on their second date, the person after they sat down to eat, they said, um, "I'm gonna need you to help me, help me pay my rent this month." On the second date, whoa! On the second date, they what? said that, and he was like, "I tell you what, I'm going." my food and it will behoove you to finish your food before I finish mine because I'm <laughs> leaving at that and if you so literally he blocked her <laughs> I would have blocked her too I would have blocked now I would have blocked that I would have blocked that right, oh but you'll block that but you didn't want little girl to block um the dude asking for Yeezys <laughs> might have been a test <laughs> because why you look 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 you know, I told you Lance be full of shit. He was trying to be all liberal and shit. <laughs> I feel you like choose. anybody I, I can get it. Like I said, I don't think I would have blocked that. I just would have, you know, just nicely shut it down. You know, I, I think the, the block to me, like when you block somebody, it's just it's it's just too much. Like I've done it before, being toxic, saying you know, Look. put different names <laughs> in my phone. And say do not that's answer stuff like that. I don't. I don't have to go through all of that. That's that's just too much. I'm sorry. I just think rent and Yeezys are two different things. To me, that's just two different <laughs> two different things. Uh, Equally as expensive, depending on how much you're renting. The same price. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Equally as expensive. Yeah. No. It's just without you know if if they're having if they, if she asks for the rent at the table, you know. Bitch, your problem is fucked up. Shit. You shouldn't even be here. Listen. You should have told me that before I picked you up from the house. You ain't gonna be staying there much longer, Ooh. right? Mm. <laughs> See, you gonna find the next nigga. Like he blocked Look, the table. Which which leads me to believe that you ain't looking for love. You looking for support. You looking for a financial looking, contribution? So the help! Guy, help! The guy, help! So the guy asking for the help Yeezy is just the, the guy you asking for the Yeezy. He's just you know looking to. He's just a fashionable guy. He's just a fashionable guy. He's trying to find a, a bitch he can come up off of. <laughs> <laughs> but if he's a fashionable guy, then he should be able to afford his own sneakers. Uh-uh, because he's that bitch. Because if you want me to look good when we go out, then I need these sneakers. Well, what you heard was from Tim. I suggest. 
Yeah, what she said. She said I had to block him because he's too much of a bad bitch for me. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, true. And I don't think I can't afford you. You're too much of a bad bitch for me. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. It has been a wonderful conversation. Feel free to follow us on IG at No Sherlock Pod. No, No Sherlock. My bad. You can find this on Apple Podcasts. It's no S-H-H. Apple does not like our shit. Feel free to send us any answer for friends or topics or comments or, to- or things that you just want to say. Hey, we love your show to know at gmail.com. Please feel free to like, subscribe, and share and leave reviews on SoundCloud or on Apple Podcasts. And we are out. Peace. Peace.